Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2,351. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today, I'm in SoCal, Norco, to be exact, with a very special guest by the name of Michael Wallen. Michael, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Mark, thank you for having me, and yes, I'm ready to do a burnout today. <laughs> All right, cool. We'll have some fun. Before I introduce you and we get into this really cool world that you live in, what's one little thing that maybe people don't know about Michael Wallen? Well, uh, I am an uh, uh, immigrant from Sweden. I came here in 1984. It begs me to ask the question, when you first got here, what was one of the first things that surprised you about immigrating to the United States? How little English I really knew and how confident I was in speaking it. Ah, okay. And, uh, you know, everything was so big. And I think the reality is, is being a sheltered little Swede, so to say, uh, coming to America, we actually landed in New York City. It was an overwhelming experience of sensory overload. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You know, I spent some time over Christmas and New Year's in Mumbai, India. My son was wow. got married there, and I'd never been to India at all. I've traveled around the world a lot, Europe an awful lot. But that city, uh, yeah, I would say it was kind of akin to you coming to New York because I couldn't believe it. I think it's the third most populated city in the, the world. I mean, it just, but it works somehow. I mean, it's just somehow everybody, you know, it just. It has to work. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. With that many people. Well, very cool. Well, I appreciate you uh, coming to this country and adding some car-esqueness to it, which you have actually a lot of car-esqueness uh, to the custom culture. So let me introduce you here. Michael Wallen is the originator of Custom Mics. He's a highly recognized and respected personality in the custom culture segment of the car community. He's routinely invited to events as a special guest and presented awards for his incredible restoration and customization work. He grew up, as he said, in Sweden in a little town east of Gothenburg and was influenced by the American graffiti love circle, I like that, of friends cruising the avenue. Mike attended trade schools to hone his skills in uh, taking things apart and putting things back together. He served in both the Army and Air Force in Sweden as an assistant repair group chief. He came to live in America, as he said, in 1984, and he has embraced the car culture big time. It's all about fun, photography, and film for the custom culture enthusiast that Custom Mike's is all about. We'll be back in just a moment, so keep your seatbelt buckled, and we'll be right back. Years ago, when it was time to renew my collector car insurance policy, my carrier's rates went up, way up, but my usage was the same and I never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. So what's with that? So I turned to American Collectors Insurance. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? Then it's time to look around and call American Collectors Insurance. I shopped around, I asked friends for recommendations and found a winner 
that I can trust. And boy, I'm glad I did. I saved hundreds of dollars every year and slept better at night knowing my baby was properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by their history of taking great care of their clients. What could be better than that? So give them a call and ask for a quote today. 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love like I did with American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. Their talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and firsthand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. Michael, we are back. So I'd love for you to talk about, bring us from the time you got here and how you developed your business and what your company is all about and all the fun that you're having in the car culture. And then we'll get a little deeper into your passion for all things cars. But how did this all start? Yeah, well, you know, we came here, I came here with a friend of mine on vacation. Uh, Vacation of a lifetime. This is kind of our first bucket list thing. To make a long story short, a year before we left, we were laying under a 64-gram pre-welded rocket panels on an ice-cold concrete floor, and the doors were snowed in so much that I couldn't open them. And the only heat we had, because the furnace went out, was the torches we were using to weld. Oh, my gosh. And after laying there welding for a while, I laid my head down and looked across under the car, and my buddy was there, Hawkeye. And, uh, you know, the idea kind of lit, and it's like, you know, we should be on a... Beautiful SoCal beach, cracking open a beer, looking at beautiful American <laughs> women. And that was the initiation of our planning to come to the United States and experience that. And like I said, we, we landed in New York. We flew from New York to his parents' friends in Miami, spent a few weeks in Miami, bought a car, drove to Key West, put our feet in the water in the southernmost point of the United States, cracked open a beer and looked at beautiful American women and had dinner, turned the car around. And that was the beginning of our journey. Wow. Between that and Southern California, we put tens and thousands of miles on that car, driving in circles sometimes, just aimlessly experience the United States and all the fruit that it had offered in us, including all the driving experience that you could have. We even went to a driving church. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I follow some people on YouTube and one is a, a young woman from Poland. She's been traveling all over the world in a rover and she has decided to finally put roots down and here in the United States because she said, you know, I've been all over the world, but mm-hmm. I've never experienced so much diversity and different cultures and different looks and feels of a country than I have in the United States. And she loves the outdoors. So she's landed up in the Montana area is where I think she's going to be. But I think what you experienced is one of the things that many Americans probably take for granted is traveling in this country. It is so huge and so vast and it's so different that uh, it must have just every day must have blown you away a little bit more. Every morning, every minute of our time was 
filled with experiences most people dream of. Yeah. And uh, it was a, one of the greatest privileges of my life. I mean, it was, uh, it was a bucket list experience the whole time. And did we make mistakes? Absolutely. Were we dumb bucks? Yes, we, we were. <laughs> and did we do great things? Absolutely. And I mean, we were both in our early 20s and, yeah. you know, with everything that comes with that. Yeah, time to do it. Yeah. So you eventually ended up out here on the West Coast. And of course, my listeners know I grew up down in Southern California, in the San Diego area. I was a long-haired surf kid back when I had hair. <laughs> when I hear stories like yours, I, I realize how much I took for granted the absolute splendor of my youth because I grew up five blocks from the ocean. I used to go surfing oh, during Lord. my lunch break at high school. You know, I went to college in uh, UCSD in San Diego, met my wife there and lived this idyllic life that at the time I went, well, this was, must be what everybody's life was like, but no, it's not. So when you came out West and you decided to settle down and start custom mics, then what was the catalyst for that? Well, our trip kind of ended or, we, you know, we were going to drive all the way up to Washington, all the way back to New York, but it didn't happen that way. We, we did a six-week search of L.A. in L.A., because L.A. is just L.A. Yeah. And we were somewhat disappointed, even though we had great experiences, but then we went up the coast and we ended up in San Francisco. And in 84, 85, San Francisco was a fantastic place to be. You're right. And uh, I'll leave it at that. We had a multitude of phenomenal life experiences there. And one day we're sitting on a balcony uh, in San Francisco overlooking the bay. And my buddy goes, you know, I always wanted to work on a ship, you know, to be a sailor type of deal. And I'm just like, hey, uh, <laughs> what are we going to ask? You know, yeah. we were in that kind of mode, you know. And the fourth boat that we stopped at said, uh, hey, <laughs> we're leaving tomorrow morning at 5, come back at 4. Wow. And so we went home, packed his stuff up, and um, I bought out his half in the car, and we shipped off all his stuff back home, and uh, I dropped him off at 4 in the morning, I think it was. and It was surreal. At the time, and this leads into one of your other questions, at the time, my father and mother divorced while I was here, mm. and all my stuff disappeared and or got uh, crush um, and I left my buddy there and all of a sudden I'm all alone in the car sitting in a harbor and I don't know very many people Yeah, and uh, uh, I realized that I own more things right there in that 1970 <laughs> 72 <laughs> and 73 old 98 Fort Rourke and all my stuff in the trunk in the car I own more here than I own back home wow that's a reality Hit in the face, isn't it? Yeah. And I was alone. And hey, I sat in that harbor for probably a couple hours. And I drove back out to the north of the bridge up to that viewpoint where you can look back at San Francisco. And I sat there for most of the day, just kind of reflecting on life. But, uh, you know, it, it, San Francisco was a great place to uh, face reality. Mm -hmm. I traveled all over the world, too. I traveled all over the world, driven through Europe and had some fantastic experience there, been down in the, you know, the Greece and, and North Africa and stuff like that. But there is no place like California. And, and I realized that no matter what, if I went home or if I stayed here, I'd have to create a new life. I didn't have any place to live. The, the place that I grew up in, they, they bulldozed it and put a, uh, an apartment complex over it oh, wow. <clears throat> while I was there. So, yeah. But 
I met some really great people in the San Francisco Bay Area and in the Peninsula Area. And uh, one of them was uh, Keith Bell, who owns a Rod Powell custom called uh, Rebel 51. Keith and Rebecca Bell was uh, instrumental in turning me towards the custom crowd and introduced me to the custom crowd in California. One of the things I was helping another Swedish guy in a small restoration shop in Burlingame, Keith needed uh, some help on his Mercury, so I got introduced to him there. So I ended up helping him getting set up for Grand National Rotary Show that year uh, with his Mercury. And on the way back from his house late one night, we're sitting uh, with my second wife at a stop sign in San Carlo. And she looked down the alley and there was a little Volvo sitting there. And she goes, uh, you know, that looks just like Keith Mercury. And she's been sitting looking at the Mercury for all night while we were cleaning and getting it ready and all that type of stuff. So, and I go, son of a gun, it does, you know. And it was Swedish, you know, Swedish Volvo. Of course. So needless to say, uh, a couple of days later, I went down and bought it. Uh, took it to where I was working and, and uh, I chopped it I, using a rotten custom uh, how to chop a mercury uh, four page article <laughs> nice. uh, I figured it's close enough to a Volvo to get me an idea I changed the quarter panels taillights shaved all the stuff off cut the grill out got it running threw some seats and stuff in it and then uh, two and a half weeks after I got it we drove to um uh, West Coast Customs Cruiser National in, in Paso Robles. And that was the debut of that car. And thus it began. That's where it began. And uh, I know I tell them the story and Penny gets in my, get on me for it, but they wouldn't let me in because it was a Swedish car trying to get into an American car <laughs> customizing club yeah. event. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I always blame Penny for it, but I, get, I guess it was rich, you know. But they did ultimately let me in, and Penny uh, Pichette and uh, Carol Hollenbeck kind of became my American grandmas, so to say, in the custom crowd. And uh, you know, uh, they were part of uh, part of my uh, my mentors on this side of the world, so to say. Wow, uh, what a cool story! And I'm sure there's a million other things that surround this story. But I mean, was that really the driving inspiration that launched you into what has become Custom Mike's? That experience? Yeah, that car is the experience. Yeah, uh, that set everything in motion, and it said uh, that car is still the logo on all my stuff. Yeah, including the the logo on the Skype that you see in front of you, and on all most of the social media. I love it. So, if I was to ask you, what is custom mics today? How do you answer that? You know, that's a good one because it's a moving target. Custom mics is an it's an experience, mm. whether it's online, in person, or uh, you know, at an event. I tried for many, many years to push custom mic to stop my customizing all that stuff, and it didn't go anywhere. My work speaks for itself, and it, it brought customers, but I tried to push on advertising and all that stuff. But I came to a realization about three years in, especially on the social media side, that serving the community would, uh, or actually, realistically, one day I just gave up. And it was a Thanksgiving, and I sat at home, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to put together an album with all the coolest car-related Happy Thanksgiving memes or pictures. And I put that together, about 250 of the coolest I could find in one album. I put that out, 
as a service to the community. And from that point on, I think it was almost five years, we were growing by three to 5,000 people a week. And it, it just boggled my mind. And then it, it took a couple of years. And then I got a message from another friend of mine. Uh, and he told me if it weren't for Custom Mike's, he couldn't have survived the last eight and a half months. And as it turns out, and I'll try to, I'll make the long story short, but it turns out I, I had a meeting up in Northern California. So I flew up and I had dinner with him. And, you know, when I, when I met him, he stood outside his house with two ice bags on his knees on crutches. And he'd been in a car wreck and hurt really bad knees and back and all this stuff. And he's young and, and, uh, me and uh, and a friend of his, uh, Scott, took him to a hamburger joint, had a hamburger, he lasted a short while, but he'd been in that bed inside the door in the office. It's one of those moving beds, you don't get bed sores and stuff. Oh, shit. him up once. And he was a car guy, you know, and he was driving him crazy. Yeah. And, and he lived vicariously through what I posted or what our team posted on custom mics on the social media. Oh, wow. And it wasn't until that day that I realized who am I serving. Right. And our online uh, experience, it doesn't matter where you are or where you pick up custom mics online or if you come here, the people, the vast majority of audiences is people that will never have the privilege of living the lifestyle that we are so fortunate to living every single day and they might be in, in a hospital with a broken leg they might have cancer they might be sitting in a tent in a sandstorm getting shot at whatever it is you know they may even be in prison or whatever it is they're they don't have the ability to live this lifestyle that we are so fortunate to do yeah and they can they can escape vicariously through the page even for five seconds and put a smile on their face and and i, I you know we're a group of 20 somewhat dream team members across the world. We're all volunteers. None of the social media pages except YouTube are making any money. That's not the point. The point is to serve our community. Tell you, Mike, this is an awesome story, and I'll tell you why. I've been invited to speak in front of groups over time, and I always, the first one I was invited to, I'm like, what am I going to talk about? And my wife, Jill, again, the smarter one in the house, said, why don't you talk about what you've learned after talking to so many people? And I oh, went, good one. Oh, okay. And your story reflects how my story that I tell evolved and became the answer to this question, and that is what makes us most happy in life. Mm-hmm. And the answer yeah. to that you discovered, that is when we are helping and serving others. By far. Yeah. That's the answer. It's really simple, but a lot of people don't get it. It takes yeah. them a long time to learn, but you learned, very interesting that you learned through your passion for cars, because that's what Cars Jazz is all about. So your story, it really resonates strongly with me, and if there's anything you listeners out there listening today can glean off of this, and you regular listeners have heard it over and over again, but I'm going to say it again for some new folks, <laughs> find a way to serve others. In any capacity yeah. possible. It may be very yeah. small, could be very big if you have the means, but uh, Michael here figured it out and it has changed your life, hasn't it? Absolutely. You know, and I mean, I, I think, you know, there's a lot of talk about politics and this, that, and the other, but the reality is just how do we make a better America is to go out and clean up the street in front of your house. Yep. And maybe the neighbors. If you clean the street in front of your neighbors, more than likely he'll come out and talk to you. Yeah, yeah there's, it'll be a positive experience. There's a, a another great YouTuber I've seen, and this guy's amazing. He go, he's a landscaper. He goes around and he finds the worst house on a street, 
and he knocks on the door mm-hmm. and he says, can I clean up your yard? And mostly it's people that are either, you know, invalid or they're elderly or they have no money and whatever it might be. And they just can't take care of the yard. And he'll spend a whole day cleaning up yeah. the whole yard for free. And he's created a YouTube page out of it. And he's sharing the story of helping others. But you just said a, a wonderful thing. Starts with cleaning up the street in front of you. And then it can expand to one house, two house, three house, or uh, inspiring people through what uh, Custom Mike's is doing. So I really appreciate you sharing that. That is absolutely spectacular. I love it. So as you said, your brand, your image, who you are is constantly evolving. Do you have something that you're looking towards in the future as maybe a bucket list item for what you'd like to do? I live it every day. <laughs> now, yeah, there's yeah. an answer. <laughs> well, I, I I have done many things in my life. And one of the things I did was I worked in the corporate America insurance side on, on the collision side for 16 years. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah. And I trained thousands of adjusters. I, and I trained everybody at times from all the way from the state guy all the way down to the, the newbie including law enforcement, the people coming in and all that type of stuff. It was an experience. And when I finished with that, and I woke up and I walked out and walked into my shop. And I go, I want to do this every day my way. Mm -hmm. And I want to live it the best I can every minute of the time that I have left. And people, people don't do that until it's too late. Don't wait until you retire. Right. You know, live your life the best way you can now. And I mean, one of those things is creating this experience and be able to reach more people. And I'm actually traveling on Sunday to back to Sweden and I can't announce it yet, but I will know for sure whether the can, the customized Scandinavian experience will come to fruition. Awesome. Can't wait for that. I love it. Make sure you reach back out to me and uh, share that with me so I can share it with the Cars Yeah listeners here. You know, okay. I, I one of the questions I ask my guests is about a special vehicle story. You may have already shared yours uh, with that, that <laughs> Swedish car you talked about, but is that your special vehicle story? Is there another ride in your life you'd like to share a story about? Well, I mean, that vehicle created my life. It was the key into my place in the custom car industry mm-hmm. and the custom car culture. At the time, I had no idea. It was going to be the throwaway grocery getter for my ex-wife. Well, she was my wife at the time, but, you know, it, while I was building my 62 Cadillac convertible, and the reality is, is that I just visited my 62 Cadillac convertible <laughs> that's sitting in the weeds at the property up there 35 years later, untouched. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, so, you <laughs> yeah. know? Because this car just evolved in a way that there was five versions of that car over, no, four versions over five years. Wow. That I built it. And it was, uh, we were part of the Grand National Roadster Show in 1989. And that's when the, the team at Claymont Continental Limited, it was just a body shop I worked at uh, back then. Uh, and all the guys back in the body shop helped me get that thing ready. Nobody builds a car by themselves. Or let me rephrase that. Very, very, very few people build a car all by themselves. It's almost always a team of people and a team of very talented individuals that create a car, a finished car. And everybody in there from the detailer to the painter 
uh, to the mechanics and uh, of course the owner of the shop helped in various ways to make this car happen but we debuted it in, in the Grand National Workshop Show in 89 like I said and it was in 36 magazines after that across the world oh my gosh yeah and it created uh, on Sunday at the Rosa Show Larry uh, Knudsen comes up to me and tells me we need to have a hot dog and a coke and he goes uh, we sit down on the, on the rotunda and he goes, I just bought a house out in Crow's Landing, and it has a big barn and an apartment. And he goes, I want you to build my Cadillac, and uh, he would give me the shop for two years and the apartment. Oh, my gosh. How cool is that? And that's really the beginning of Custom Mike's, and, and the, it would not have happened without that car. So the, yeah. this car was the entryway into this community, you know, and it opened up a lot of doors for me worldwide. Yeah, you know, I've heard this story from many people here, and your story reminds me a bit of uh, someone you may know of, Rob Dickinson, who builds Singer Porsches. Yes, I've heard about him. Yeah, yeah. Amazing success. I mean, just did not come without a lot of years of massive work and blood and heartbreak and sweat and everything else. But, you know, that first Porsche that he built to his personality, his standards— evolved mm-hmm. into what he's creating now, which is selling million dollar Porsches to bespoke, you know, bespoke built Porsches, but very much the same thing, how one car transformed a life uh, massively. Wonderful story. So I- I'm a bit of a car psychologist here on cars. Yeah. You may not know that about me, Michael, but I have a special certificate. I made it myself, but don't tell anybody. But <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the way it goes is this, if you were reincarnated, if you were manifest, as a vehicle, not what you want to be though. That's too easy to be a you know beautiful F one Ferrari or something. Uh, this is more about what you see as the man in the mirror as a vehicle. What would you be? But more importantly, why? The next one. The next one. <laughs> you sound like Doctor Ferry Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the reality is is that I have pretty much already bought, had, abused, or enjoyed every bucket this vehicle I've ever imagined owning. Nice. And obviously I'm I'm no longer a spring chicken. So my 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 needs have changed and you know, even like I have my eighty nine IROC convertible, or actually it's an RS and IROC clothing, but uh, it's getting harder and harder to get in and out of it as I <laughs> age. Why why is that, Michael? You know, we, we get to this point in our lives where we can finally afford what we love and we have the time for it, and then it's hard to get in and out of I understand. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, those are the things. That, so, you know, I really have developed this thing where it's, I haven't had this type of vehicle, this type of experience, and when that comes across my bow, I will I will leap at it. Yeah, and then I will live that fully until it becomes one of the stable or somebody buys it. It's also reflective of life in many ways because every person that comes here, I have somebody that comes and stays at my house roughly every sixty to ninety days. Somebody from somewhere in the world comes, usually a very like-minded individual, usually somebody who's can guest customized in one way or another, and I never know what they're going to bring. But you just have to allow it to happen. Allow it. Now, there's a great quote. Just allow it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love it. How about a great book? Is there a book that you've read that you think others should pick up and learn from? When I was about 14, I had lived a fairly difficult life in school, being bullied. And, you know, we moved a lot when I was young. And my dad bought The Sky's the Limit when I was about 14. 
And for some reason, I took that book from him uh, and told him I had to read to read it first. And I read that book, and it really changed my life in many ways. Uh, it, it, learned, it taught me how to own myself and value myself in different ways. Uh, uh, then you got the Zen of the Motorcycle Maintenance. Oh, yeah. And you have the movie The Shift by uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer. But Dyer, you know, another one that had that had uh, huge influence on it too was Dennis Waitley. Uh, I had several, <laughs> I, it just dates me, but I had, uh, I think, five of his cassette tape series on, on motivational type stuff. I went to school with his daughter. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, he changed my life here in the United States because I, I listened to those tapes through two divorces. Both Wayne Dyer and Dennis Waitley the cornerstones of my life, psychologically. Great books. Well, nice recommendations there. This has been fun. Now, before I let you go, though, I'm going to enable you. I'm a bit of an enabler, but in a good way, to go on the ultimate okay. drive. I'm going to buy you any car in the world, Michael. I'm going to park it in your garage. You can take it for a drive. And here's the cool part. You can take anybody with you, even somebody who's no longer with us, somebody from the past. So what does the ultimate drive look for? Look like for a guy who has been on many ultimate drives and built many ultimate drives. You know, I had many thoughts on that, and and I'm going to share two. Okay, the first one's going to have to be a bus. Okay, because I would take all the great customizers. You know, that all of them that, that that have left, and many of them that are doing it right now, and it would probably take a whole bus. Yeah, cool. And it would just be a tour of shops of each other nice you know and for for here to hear them and see them uh talk about their shop to their friends and mentors and and record it of course yeah yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. the other one is uh, uh it's another one of my privileges because i for the ever since i would say early 90s i've had people come to my house and shop uh, like I said, every every sixty to ninety days, somebody's staying in a little studio out back and gets customizing. And they always come and they say, "Hey, I want to go there. Can you take me there? Can you help me get there?" And we just get in the car and we go. And and I have no idea where I'm going to go or who I'm going to meet or what experiences we're going to have. And when we talk during those drives, life is good. <laughs> the yeah. people we meet during those excursions or adventures uh, are fantastic new friends. Just bring the best like-minded person close to you and allow them to take you to adventures. It doesn't have to be specific. It's you do it together. You experience it together and it enhances your life. And, you know, out of, out of all that it's been 30 plus years that people come to my house, there's only one person that's ever treated me wrong. Like I said, I'm trying to live my bucket list every day. Well, it certainly sounds like you are, and I'm so grateful that you and I got to meet today. I want to do a shout-out to our mutual friend, Cindy Meidel, who got us together. Cindy, thank you very much. Yes. She knows all the cool people, and you are definitely one of them. Before I let you go, though, could you share maybe some parting words of wisdom or inspiration for us, as if you haven't already filled our day with those ideas? You know— out of all the mistakes I ever made, focus on being the best you that you can possibly be. 
and surround yourself with the most high functioning, high value, high, you know, the, just the best people you can ever find to have as friends and keep them close and, and service them, you, you know, help them become the best people they can be. Cause you know, when you help others to the best of your ability, it comes back at you. Karma is a wonderful thing. And you know, it comes, you do something wrong, you do somebody wrong, it may not come back at you now, it may come back at you 10 years, but so does positive karma. So it's much easier to fill the bank with positive karma than it is to let the negative stuff kind of sneak in. Yeah, there's a, a great quote, you probably know it by Jim Rohn. You are the average of the five people you spend most of your time with. So Absolutely. I guess in many ways, uh, what mom used to tell us, hang out with better people and you'll be a better person. Yeah. Don't hang out with losers because yeah. you'll become a loser. Uh, she was yeah. right. So, And uh, you've shared some wonderful, wonderful inspirations for us today. I can't thank you enough for your time. How can people learn more about you and custom mics? And by the way, listeners, it's C-U-S-T-O-M-I-K-E-S, all one word, custom mics. How can they learn more about you, Michael? Type it in on your favorite browser and go looking. There <laughs> There's you go. thousands of videos, hundreds of thousands of pictures, and I'm on a large amount of different social media, and you can connect with me on any of them that you want. And Cindy's actually working on my website, so custommikes.com. There you go. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Michael, hey, this has been a delight. What a nice way to start the day. I can't thank you enough for your time and and sharing your inspiration and your experiences with the Cars Yow listeners are with me today. And so you and I talk again, my friend. I'll see you down the road. Beautiful. Thank you. I'm honored and grateful to be on. You have a wonderful day. My pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.